Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. With winter coming and weakened pandemic immune systems, it's important that we keep our kids healthy. Tiger gummies are an incredible daily vitamin that I give to my own kids to support their little growing bodies. There are 22 essential nutrients in one gummy. They're vegan, all natural, and free of dye and junk, and my kids actually like them. Visit tigergummies.com and use my code REDCARPET20 at checkout for 20% off a subscription of vitamins. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin, and this is going to be the last episode um, of 2020. I'm giving myself a little break, and I'll be back with a new episode January 7th. So catch up on all the ones you've missed. I know you've probably missed a lot. (laughs) Um, No, I'm just kidding. But yes, for this week's episode, I have Brock Pierce. Now, some of you might be asking yourself, who is Brock Pierce? Well, he is the definition of a renaissance man. He is a tech entrepreneur. He ran for president this year. He is the Bitcoin board of directors chairman, and he's also an actor, probably best known as a child actor for both of the Mighty Ducks movies and the Disney movie First Kid, which I was obsessed with and I had a huge crush on him. So me doing this interview was totally full circle. But uh, no, First Kid, he played the president's son where Sinbad was his secret service agent slash babysitter. And it was just such a classic. Um, But yes, Brock zoomed with me from a beach in Puerto Rico and I was so jealous. Um, He actually lives year-round in Puerto Rico when he's not traveling, which I found to be interesting. But he was so chill and low-key and extremely thoughtful and so happy to answer my questions. And it just makes my life and my job so much easier when things flow like that. Um, But we talk about everything. Like, did you guys know that his campaign strategist was Akon? As in, like, Akon who sings Smack That. Um, I was I had to ask him about that because it was so random to me. But he explains and it, it actually makes sense. Um, we talk about Sinbad. He wanted Sinbad to go on the campaign trail with him this year when he was running for president. Sinbad, um, unfortunately, you know, is is out for the count right now. He had a stroke. Uh, that kind of sounded bad, out for the count. I didn't mean it like that. Um, but he is doing better per his Instagram. His family is posting. But anyway, um, Brock talks about who he keeps in touch with from his acting days as a child, which I find to be really surprising. You guys will see who he keeps in touch with. And yeah, just a lot more stuff that I found to be totally interesting. And I think you will too. So after this quick break, you can listen to me try to hold the conversation <laughs> with Brock Pierce. It's the holiday season already, and I want you guys to get the perfect gift for your loved ones. Go to YorkAthleticsMFG.com for an amazing selection of sneakers, endorsed and designed by top athletes. Use my code REDCARPET at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. That's YorkAthleticsMFG.com. Use the code REDCARPET at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Uh, I have to ask you, though, when you popped onto the meeting, it said Unicorn's iPhone. (laughs) Ah, 
Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, my 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 device name. Well, I have a thing for mythical animals and and unicorns okay. in particular. Um, okay. Uh, uh, one of my main businesses is also unicorn.vc or unicorn ventures. You know, it's okay. uh, in the technology in the technology industry. We refer to any startup that becomes a billion dollars or greater. We refer to them as unicorns. Um, yes. And then I just love you know. Uh, I, I love the color pink. I love unicorns. Yes. I, you and my you four-year-olds. You guys, you guys would really get along. <laughs> but Brock, thank you so much for, for taking the time to chat with me. Um, you know, just really quickly to get sort of the, the crypto stuff out of the way, because I am an entertainment podcast. Um, but it just, it seems like, you know, some of the big financial institutions are really waking up um, and, and understanding the value of cryptocurrency right now. I just saw you know, Mass Mutual bought like a hundred million dollars of Bitcoin last week. Yeah, we're not money's not backed by precious metals or anything really anymore. It hasn't been for nearly fifty years, uh, which is part of the problem. Is there's no accountability, essentially, in our financial system. Just to to give you a frightening figure, twenty six percent of all U.S. dollars ever created were created this year. Twenty six percent. And, and, and this is the problem. We, we, we don't have any accountability anymore. And this isn't just a problem in the United States. It's a problem everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's why things like Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are performing so well is as people kick the tires and take a, a deeper look at the, the health of the financial system, you know, people go, wow, I'm, they want to go buy gold. They want to go buy Bitcoin. Um, yeah. That's why the stock market is performing so well is because people don't want to hold currency anymore people don't want to hold bonds anymore and so everybody is fleeing from yeah. cash into stocks into commodities and, and into cryptocurrencies it's it's i mean th- this is the year 2020 it's definitely been a um a scary year mm-hmm. uh, on essentially every level right and um you know but how we respond to things is ultimately what matters yeah. Right. Uh, that is our responsibility. Mm-hmm. And uh, and therein lies the opportunity, you know, the opportunity right now uh, uh, to get your house in order. Right. Uh, to, to take a look at your life and say, what are all the things that you want to change and to start writing those New Year resolutions so that yeah. 2021 is a better year. Totally. Um, the, bar's, the bar is set pretty low, so it'll be hard not to beat it. But the oh, bar wow. that you set ultimately determines a lot of what will happen. So, you know, mm-hmm. it is that end of the year. And now is the time to, to start writing out those holiday wishes. You know, happy Hanukkah, yeah. happy holidays. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, no, everybody. I, I agree. I agree. And, and you, what do you say to people, um, you know, during this pandemic, people in the entertainment industry, actors, Broadway performers that, you know, are thinking about making a pivot into the business world like, like you did? What, what type of advice do you have for those people? Well, I, we're, every day is an opportunity, right? An opportunity to learn. And we have infinite information essentially at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. And it's to continue to be curious, whomever you are, wherever you're from. And, and, and to continue to, to pursue your passions and to not be one-dimensional. You know, we're, we're capable of so much. And so whatever it is that, you know, piques your interest, whatever, you know, excites you, 
spend time uh, uh, doing those things. Um, and especially this year has, I think, taught us more than, than ever how important it is to, you know, be able to do multiple things. Right. Don't be reliant upon that one thing that has worked for you in the past. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Totally agree. And you, you left your acting career pretty much at the height. <laughs> you were doing incredibly well. Um, and then you decided to go in another direction, which clearly has worked out for you. But at the time, you didn't know that. So why, why did you decide to leave then, leave acting then? Well, I started acting at the age of three. So I didn't choose to be an actor. I just was. That's fair. And so after I, I started starring in movies, I, uh, I started to experience fame and I was 15 and I started asking myself, is this my calling? You know, is this what I want to be doing? And after giving it some thought, I'm like, this doesn't really feel like why I'm on this earth. I'm, I'm here to do something else. And having been a byproduct of the first generation of kids that had access to computers and the internet, I recognized early on that technology was going to change the world. And so at 16, I decided I was going to become an internet entrepreneur. And this is before that was a popular thing. I remember, you know, sitting down with my management, you know, agent and explaining that I'm going to quit acting. And they're like, you're going to what? I go, yeah, I just don't think this is for me. They're like, are you crazy? People would do anything to be in your situation. You're being offered starring roles in movies. Right. What are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to become a, a technology entrepreneur. They're like, uh, yeah, right. What are your qualifications? Where did you go to school? What yeah. makes you think you could do that? <laughs> and uh, wow, I and, well, I, uh, <laughs> and now they're like, hmm, maybe we well, should have I, followed him. I, but... I, 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 I'm still good, good, good friends with, you know, I, I've stayed friends with everybody throughout my life. Um, and so uh, it, it wasn't a mean thing. It was just kind of, it, and, and rightly so. Yeah. At the time, there were not teenagers starting technology companies and raising millions of dollars. That's now actually right. happened more common. That's this so is back true. In, this is 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, this is before, you know, you know, th- this was still when the old guard, you know, had control. Yeah. You know, you had to have graduated from the right college. You had to have been part of the right fraternity you know, you had to totally. kind of go through those, all of those motions. Um, yeah. This was before, you know, disruptors kind of emerged uh, that, you know, without permission from call it the old guard, just build <laughs> and do it. Are you crazy, by the way? The, the disrupt, oh, those drive me crazy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but you know what I'm saying, right? All those like phrases now. Um, oh God, yeah. But I had the biggest crush on you when you were in first kid. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I mean, yeah. If my whatever 10 year old self could could see me now, she'd be so proud. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> first kid, dad, he had a stroke. That's so awful. Have you, have you been in, are you in touch with him or his family? I mean, not right now, but. Yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, I've been in touch with him uh, uh, throughout the campaign because, you know, I was running for president of the United States this year and I was trying to get Sinbad to come join me on the campaign trail, you know, dress up as a Secret Service agent, you know, have a little fun with this. It was also the uh, the 25 year anniversary of the film's release. I wanted to host a screening in D.C. Um, uh, But this was a very divisive election, a very polarizing election. 
and and sadly so i mean like tearing this country apart tearing families apart tearing old friendships apart and i i really pray that we are uh you know stepping past that now and remember that unity you know unity is the answer um and that's the beautiful thing about this country we have the right to vote and we should be and respect however anyone votes and recognize that we don't have to agree on everything our diversity is what makes us special thank god we're not all alike thank god we don't all agree on everything i Um, love that i love that i tell my kids that all the time and and i think um you know i'm sure you obviously you've read i'm sure lots of publications that really feel like you have a shot in 2024 so do you think you'll run in 2024 well, the reason I ran for president this go around was not to win. This hmm. was my trial run. Okay. This was to basically learn the rules of the game. Yeah. Uh, and you don't subject yourself to that kind of punishment and expense if you don't have longer term ambitions. So um, yeah. uh, it's too early to say what will happen in 2024. But clearly I did this so that I was would be prepared to run in 2024, so to be prepared one? to run in 2028, 2032. I've committed the next 20 years of my life in service to this country, and I will show up in whatever capacity I can because I love the United States of America. I love the American people, and I am deeply concerned about our collective future right now. And I think that we need visionary leadership that understands the challenges ahead that can bring fresh ideas to the table mm. uh, because this is the moment we're going to need it. I think we're doomed if we don't do something different. And, um, you know, I'm not the sort of person that just sits by idly on the sidelines. I'm the person that yeah. gets involved. And this is, you're stepping into the ultimate ring, right? This is the ring of fire. This is the Coliseum of Coliseums. Yes. This one, this one makes uh, Rome look like it, it's a walk in the park. Yes. Um, no. What would you do differently though in 2024, let's say? What's one thing that you learned this year that you would change for the next month? Well, I mean, I would certainly run on time. You know, I announced my 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 running for office on July 4th. Yeah. An auspicious day for an independent candidate, I'd say. <laughs> and um, uh, so I, I definitely would be starting on time. Okay, uh, that's fair. Uh, and I mean, there's so much that goes into to running for president and and the game is rigged. Like just, I can give you one figure that tells you how rigged the system is. To run for president as a Democrat or a Republican, you need 25,000 petitions or signatures. As an independent candidate, you need 700,000. I could talk to you for hours, but that number I think really just kind of lays it out pretty clearly. And guess what? Every election, that number goes up. Every election- The two parties, the two major political parties do everything they possibly can to ensure the American people will never have a choice beyond red or blue. Yeah, that's troubling. Wow. So I believe that we as Americans deserve choice. Our, our country was designed to have it. And we did have a, yeah. a, and, and, and George Washington, uh, the, the only independent president we've ever had, uh, And his main message, his main warning to the American people in his farewell address is to be wary of political parties. And his biggest fear is he said this country would be in deep trouble if two political parties ever got power and were able to maintain it. 
And this was, by the way, the warning of all of our founding fathers. Yeah. They said, hey, future America, whatever you do, yeah. whatever you do, don't ever yeah. let two political parties become dominant because that will be the thing that would be the demise of this great nation that we've given you. Um, and it's funny how quickly we forget. <laughs> right. Is that, so is, is George Washington, would you say your favorite founding father? <laughs> oh, of course. I mean, I mean, okay. you, you just have to, it's, if you, if you're a fan of Lord of the Rings and I'll, I'll use uh, uh, some movie trivia. Yeah. Um, they asked him to be King. Right. Mm -hmm. And he said, don't you know what? I just fought for you guys to free us from that. No, yeah. no, no. Come on. You've forgotten your lesson already. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and so he, he basically threw the ring of power into Mordor mm. as it was offered to him. You know, he was our, our Frodo Baggins. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. So have you heard that Emilio Estevez is making a new Mighty Ducks uh, TV show? Have you heard that? Yeah, I was on ABC News yesterday talking about okay. it. I was I was asked if I wanted to direct one of the episodes. Um, Are you going to be involved with this at all? I mean, at this point, I, the answer is yes, I would. Um, I, I, I need to follow up, though. I was that I was so I was pre preoccupied with other things. <laughs> oh, shocker. That's that's clearly not a shocker, actually. Um, yeah. But wow, that would be so exciting. Oh, my gosh. That would be so exciting for so many people um, to sort of I think a lot of people would they'd be excited, but they maybe want to see you on screen as well. Um, so hopefully that well, would be if I if I'm going to be on set, I can be in front of the camera, too. That um, would be great. And I've done it before. Well, I'm still an actor, right? Right. But I just, I write my own scripts mm. and the world is my stage. Okay. Um, and, uh, it ha and, I, and I have direct impact, right? Yeah. Uh, through, through my actions. Um, but, you know, once right. a performer, always a performer, right? Mm, I agree. And so, um, uh, but I'm, I'm getting very active in the, uh, the Puerto Rico uh, uh, film industry, um, and I continue to maintain close relationships with the industry. And, um, I, it, by the way, the mighty ducks is what got me my start in film. Yeah. And the fact that the ducks, you know, 30 years later mm -hmm. are coming back to teach the next generation, you know, the same oh, wonderful message and story, right. The, the yep. redemption, you know, story, which is yeah. essentially what that was and the rooting for the underdog, <laughs> And, uh, you know, that the, the hope that it inspires and what it, you know, I didn't know at the time that I was 10 that, you know, the Mighty Ducks was going to go on to become one of the greatest film franchises ever with sequels that gave ever. birth to a, a national sports team. And, you know, totally. 30 years later, it's back again. Um, yeah. So I guess maybe that means I've got another 30 years. Uh, it got me my start in the film business. And so this might be the thing that ultimately brings me back. I cannot uh, into the film wait. Business. I'm literally so excited. Do you do you keep in touch with any of your um your actor friends when you were when you were younger? I, I do, I do. And um uh Sean Weiss uh was the goalie in oh, I know uh, in, we all know Sean Weiss. Um yeah. he's kind of a mess. He's, how's he doing? He, well he's doing good now. Okay. Uh he's been uh, uh a group of friends have gotten together, helped him, and he's been uh He's been sober and it, back to redemption stories, right? Um, he was a very, very talented young man uh, and, and, and struggled uh, yeah. with, with addiction issues. Uh, and, uh, and a good reminder for all of us right now, you know, this mental health, you know, yeah. right now, this country is hurting. Uh, and mental health is a very real issue. 
And because it's not visible, it often isn't diagnosed. And sometimes, you know, a lot of stigmas associated with it. Um, there's a lot of mental health issues in the country right now. And if you're struggling, you know, remember to ask friends and family for help. Right. You know, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, we can overcome whatever obstacles and challenges life puts before us. And I'm, yeah, really pleased and proud to say that, you know, Sean is doing well. Uh, he's recovering. Okay. He's got his act together. And hopefully that leads to, uh, uh, to good things for him. Yeah, no, that's really amazing that you said that. I, I completely agree. Um, yeah, Sean, for, I thought those pictures were Photoshop, man. For the ones that were going around on TMZ and all that was so, so sad. Um, Goldberg was like everyone's favorite, you know? He was like, the, you don't want to see that, I guess. And for me, I'm a millennial. So it was just like, that was my childhood right there. So that was super troubling. Um, but you have a puppy now, by the way. I saw on Instagram that you got your daughter a puppy. How is that going? Uh, it, it's wonderful. Um, okay. Yeah, they, the puppy's got a like a lightning bolt uh, in white on his forehead. And so uh, we gave him the name Rayo, which in Spanish is lightning, okay. which Brock, by the way, Brock in Hebrew means lightning. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. Oh, cool. and, uh, and, and the lightning bolt was basically the campaign logo. And so uh, yes. lightning keeps striking in my life. Yeah, right? That's so funny. Oh my gosh. So is your daughter so happy that she has a puppy? Oh yeah. yeah. Puppy, puppy, puppy. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's so cute. She's, she's only 20 months old and she's already speaking in sentences. Yeah. She already, when yeah. you go into restaurants, is ordering for herself. Um, uh, very, very, very smart kid and, and, and so well-mannered and good-tempered mm-hmm. and just great energy and generous yeah constantly sharing and gifting you know um that must make you feel really good as a dad yeah brings me uh uh, incredible joy and i i'm so grateful uh uh to my family that's so sweet brock really that's so nice and and i know again as a parent like that's the the main thing you want is your kids to be nice and generous and just kind to everybody so um thank you for sharing that and my last question. I won't take up any more of your time. I just wanted to ask you about ACOM as your campaign strategist. Like when I read that, I didn't think I read it right initially when you had first announced this. I was like, ACOM is in, you know, the singer that talks about like, just whatever, you know, I'm like, no, but where did it come from? How do you even know each other? Uh, yeah. So ACOM and I have been friends for uh, about a decade and I introduced him to cryptocurrency pretty early on. And so I'm an advisor to his project in Africa, ACOIN. He's trying to build a city over there. And ACON is much more than an artist. Remember, he's also discovered Lady Gaga and many other major artists. In addition to being a, you know, a star himself, Mm -hmm. he also discovered and produced uh, lots of others. Also a very active businessman. Mm -hmm. And the reason he got involved is he sees what I see. You know, he feels what I feel. And that is that there's... There's something wrong in the world right now. And as a person of influence, he wants to do something about it. And so uh, uh, Akon, I would, uh, I'd bet on him to make big changes and big impact in the world beyond that of just making, uh, uh, making some, yes. you know, some good times with music. Yeah, he, I mean, I love him. Don't get me wrong. I just was like, wow, this is so random. Um, no, but, but now I guess it makes sense. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I, and I actually, I had asked my husband, I, like, I think randomly, I'm like, what happened to Akon? And he's like, I think he's 
an island somewhere. Like he's totally retired or something. And then all of a sudden it came out that he was your campaign strategist. And I was like, that's what he's doing. Look at that. There you go. <laughs> exactly. But, we're, yeah. we're, 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 we're like the Avengers. We're, we're, we're figuring out how to save the world. Well, I'm so grateful and I'm so excited. Brock, thank you so much. You'll have to let me know um, when you come to New York, we can all go oh, out I, after. I'm in, I'm in New York all the time. Uh, oh yeah. With because Todd, right? Of the, because yeah. Of, yeah, because of the holidays, I, I'm I'm going to be in Puerto Rico for the rest of the year, but yeah. I will be back in January. Would love to to go out and celebrate the new Brock year with Pierce, you. Pierce, everyone. Now let's see if we start seeing him on the big screen again. Not as a crypto Bitcoin commentator, but as an actor. I would love to see him back. Um, I do believe that he will run for president again in 2024, and then I can look back on this interview and be like, oh hey. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for listening, guys. I so appreciate all the listeners. You have no idea. You all mean so much to me. Um, really, it's it's been so amazing to do this podcast, and I feel super, super grateful. So everybody have a happy new year, happy holidays, and I will see you in 2021.